You're tuned into your V-Spot, your vulnerable space to grow. This podcast has been crafted to offer you 15 minutes of reflective time to engage yourself around sensitive topics for the purpose of offering manageable perspectives. I am your co-host, Vessel. And I'm Camille Veronica. And you are listening to The The V-Spot. Knock, knock. Who's there? Friday. Friday who? It's Friday and it's the V-Spot. Your vulnerable space to grow. I'm Vessel. And I am Camille Veronica. Why? Because this makes me think of my child. You know, when children first learn how to do knock, knock jokes and they try to create their own and they're never good. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it makes me think of my children. Tough like, knock, knock. Who's there? Pickle. Pickle who? Pickle, pickle, pickle. <laughs> That's not a knock-knock joke. But it was funny. That's because of the way I delivered it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Whatever. It's how you deliver. <laughs> See? Knock, some, knock. some of us. Did, did you just Friday. do the Yeah, <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. You yes. Much. You're enjoying it? It's enjoying it? <laughs> <laughs> that water almost just came out all over the place. We got yes. You are very much so. Thank you. Wonderful. Listen, we are going to um, bring you um, up on some topic for today. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was a very interesting topic um, in the lieu of a lot of summer. So in in the summer, a lot of people like to get married. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to get married in Mm -hmm. the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's because a lot of people have a lot of free time, Mm -hmm. more time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's warmer in a lot of places. It's warmer. Right, right. You, but if you're smart, see, if you're smart, you get married, one, during the week, because uh-huh. it's cheaper. Yes. And you get a destination wedding, because you know you ain't going to have to have all them nigrites. Mm. <laughs> nigrites. And others. And others. <laughs> yes. At your wedding. Mm. You, you know? don't want them there? No. No. To create a memorable experience? Right. So, the memorable experience that I want them to create is the one that goes ching-ching in the bank. In the bank, just send. That's a whole other conversation. Just send a wire transfer, you know, wire transfer, and this leads us right into what we're about to discuss. Okay, I'm glad you're letting me know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Are we gonna be dealing with what is called the prenup? Oh, okay. The prenup. Okay. You know what those are? Yes. Did you sign one? No, I didn't, and neither did he. And (laughs) (laughs) the the prenup. Just gonna see who gets to the end first. Right. Right. The prenup, is it, a, is it a determinant if he were to come to you and say, listen, I, before we get married, mm. I need us to sign this prenup? Uh, Had you even thought about it? A prenup? Mm-hmm. No. No? Because you, you got Africa. So you got all the kings and <laughs> kings and king, kingships. I mean, he technically could have come to me with one. I mean, because... He came in with something. I came in with something. So right. I mean, technically, yeah. Um, I. It's kind of hard to say if I. I mean, I like. I like to think that I'd be grown up enough mm-hmm. to consider it. And I don't think it would have been a, a deterrent for me to marry him if he had asked me to sign for one beforehand. Because I'm like, everything you got's gonna be mine anyway. So I'm not worried about. I you. think the fear in the, in the term of the prenup is that people believe that it means. There's an end to this. There's yeah. a possible end to right. this, right? right? And I don't see that. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in fact, what I see is someone who understands 
that they are bringing value, mm. right? That is already pre-existing, mm-hmm. right? That may be earmarked to children mm-hmm. that they priorly had. Mm-hmm. You know, I think under the circumstances, one should always consider all of why. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be one of those, and I don't know if it normally comes from the male perspective, but even if I was marrying someone or married, and I, I didn't marry into wealth. Um, <laughs> You know, it'd be great if I did. And then, I mean, it's easier to say than done. Mm-hmm. But if I married into wealth and, and she had, you know, more than I had, um, and that was a question, I, I possibly would, mm-hmm. right? Because I see the sense that there there might be, it's not about the ending, but it's about protecting what you established before you got into mm-hmm. this. What we're going to create is what we will create. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it will override what was created mm-hmm. prior to we walked in the store, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I think that it serves as a real understanding that certain things need to be protected, that we are individuals. Mm-hmm. And we are individuals coming in to become one, but we still are individuals. And I've seen the reverse of this where um, a prenup was not signed. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one of the persons dies in a, in, in a tragic, um, unexpected accident. The family of the the female mm-hmm. feels that now he gets everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, yes, there was some turmoil on the female's family side mm-hmm. about what, but unfortunately, the the wealth of her life was because of the family's wealth. Mm, mm. But he now has access to mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. because there was no prenup sign. Mm, mm. And so now he's really engaged in land and property that belongs to generations of the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That he, you know, rightfully may not, should not, but you know, but you don't know the person is not going to be interested in that, you know, that mm, land. Mm. So he can put, in this case, he can put a hotel on what's now currently family owned mm-hmm. land that mm-hmm. was meant for houses mm-hmm. and he wants to put development on that space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that goes against what all the other siblings have have decided or said they wanted to do with that unfortunately he's heir to that so is there is there a is there a strong enough case for in say in this example where there is not a prenup, but there's an understanding that, and I, I mean, I know in a way it kind of sounds like it's the same thing, but I'm saying like at least a, a verbal commitment to say, should I die, my siblings, you know, we Well, all... I think that translates into the will, right? Mm-hmm. And so then that goes in with the will or a postnup. I've mm-hmm. had some, some people address, you know, once you marry, you realize this person is majorly in debt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now their debt becomes my debt. Mm-hmm. We might need to go in and mm-hmm. sign a post nup mm-hmm. because this might be an issue where I might end up having to to pay for this, right. you know, pay for right. stuff that I didn't know. Like you didn't reveal to me that you were sitting on a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. See now that that would probably, for me the prenup. I don't think I would have issue with the post. I might. Um, And I think that that's why that one because we're already in it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like I understand, and, but like, you, but if you were blindly brought in, right? Right. You were blindly. You had no idea that this person 
had these different things mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. in their life, right? Now you you married a Muslim, mm-hmm. right? So you yes. know they, he got wives all over the place. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> they keep trying, but it don't work. It don't work. <laughs> yes. you know. It could so, happen, but but I mean, in, in yeah. a situation where you walk in and you didn't realize, okay, you and maybe you didn't ask the question, but you don't think you should have had to ask the question. Mm-hmm. You would think that it was important enough for me to know that you had a hundred thousand dollars in debt yeah but there's also that thing though like if i if for me if i didn't ask the question i'm probably observing you along the way anyway and i would have smelled that something was wrong in the process because i think we do reveal everything even if we don't verbally say it yeah we do reveal it and in that becomes some some things like you're working all the time and yet you're always borrowing money see that to me that's a that's a sign that something ain't right with your pay and i know what what we have to pay (laughs) right right right. so i mean i I believe that there are indicators even if we don't say anything so i mean i don't want to say that that you could not be in a situation where you didn't find out i am saying be observant yeah you know and 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 watch some folks but this is why you got to have a courting process so that you can see what the person really is doing and, and capable of. I feel like there's a there's an element of before you get married, there needs to be that that going to speak to a, a, a preacher, mm-hmm. a priest or whoever is going to, you know, um 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 speak over your marriage, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and sign. But then there also needs to be that other element of going to see and assess what legal mm-hmm. connections you guys are making. Because you're getting married and you're bringing in everybody's bringing something in mm-hmm. there there and this is why I say I don't believe in compromise mm-hmm. I, I use I use the term very very rare very regularly that I do not believe relationships is about compromise mm-hmm. but I believe relationships are about collaboration mm-hmm. and if we look at it from a collaboration standpoint yes even in a business you bring the best mm-hmm. you're bringing the best to the table mm-hmm. um, whether you choose to do that business or be in business partnerships with me, that's your choice. Right. And you have an opportunity to protect your 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 gifts, your designs, your 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 intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You have an opportunity to protect that. Mm-hmm. And that is what I feel like when you're moving into marriage. It is a decision that one has to make. I don't think prenup comes up as often in our community mm. because shit, quite frankly, most of them don't have nothing. To right, do. right. You know, unless you come again, unless you marry into wealth, right, and that is an issue. Right. When you start to marry into the Hamptons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you start marrying into these, you know, these million, multi-million dollars, you know, my niece and nephew gonna have big money. Mm-hmm. I don't want someone that has gotten a hold of their mind and their heart. And then they know what they're doing. And then at the drop of a dime, decide mm-hmm. they're going to pull out. Well, they didn't get that money by themselves. Right, right. I set them up. Mm-hmm. I started this ship out. Mm-hmm. So anything you get from them is taking away from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think mm-hmm. we need to really consider if a prenup is, isn't, isn't right, mm-hmm. isn't, is a necessity. I, I, I would love to hear us as a community have more conversations about um, inheritance, wills, prenups, postnups, because these are things that these types of conversations means you have something. Right, right. 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 You got something to be talking about. Right. And if you don't have nothing, yeah, you're not having these conversations. But when we start having these conversations, 
means that we built in mm -hmm. on the wealth front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and marriage in itself is already challenging. Um, it, they say if you can make what past the first two years or three years, five what? years. I thought it was seven, but is it really is that it? little? Well, I know it probably is now. It's mm -hmm. two years. Okay. Like you, you get the first two years is gravy, right? Uh -huh. It's when you get to like the five. Okay. When when after things now you you spent, you know, and again if you courted them long enough, mm -hmm. you spent some time in mm -hmm. there too. So right. now you got some time that you coming in with. So it's time served. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lord. Time served. So now you end up realizing now you got to make things a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Make things fun. You realize, oh, wait a minute. They're not good with finances. Mm -hmm. They're not good with with um, communicating, mm -hmm. you know, the way that we need to communicate to get results. Mm -hmm. You know, they can communicate. They can talk. Right. But they ain't talking about nothing, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. those are things that I don't think that you get into when you're married if you haven't done the courting process long mm -hmm. enough to move into those places. Mm -hmm. I think the, I think one of those things is like if you uh, find yourself like uncomfortable with those conversations or uncomfortable with the concept, like I, you know, I'm married and I shouldn't have to sign off on another. At least have conversations beforehand. Yeah. You know, at least at least have, that. <coughs> um, you know, my husband and I did not sign a prenup, but there were some things that he said culturally, uh, religiously that happened upon his death that I needed to know before yeah. I married him, you know, um, or that should we have, should we decide to divorce, this was some of the things that were going to happen, you know, that I just needed to know right yeah. up front, like, and he wasn't planning on veering from that path, it was like, this is the way we do it, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, let me see if I can work with that or not, you know, but there was a conversation that took place. So that's what you're saying as far as not like a contract, but can those conversations be, yes, those yeah. conversations can be had, however, conversations without written ink. Yes, I do understand that. Don't and, work. and and in, in that in that case I also say Because people have change to, their mind. They and do. They'll, and, they'll, and you have to you have to know yourself well enough. You know, I know me. And I like to think that I know my husband and his people well enough. Uh -huh. But I also know that there are people within his folk who see me as the rich American, which I am not, mm -hmm. but because I'm American, and the, the concept in, the, in, in most of the countries is, oh, go to America, just pick money up off the ground, you're gonna be rich. Yeah, gonna, yeah right. No, they, they said it falls to, falls oh, to the ground, we don't even pick it up, you know. So you, you have to know yourself, and you do have to know also that with um, unexpected or with tragedy or, you know, sudden death or anything like that, folks change on you. Yeah. You know, if you have not seen your own family, let's let Big Mama die, and folk run up in the house and ransack her home. Yeah, yeah. you know this taking, was mine. Right, and she I just said it. She right, right, mm -hmm. right. You know, no, it happens. Uh, it happens. I know when my grandmother passed away. You know, I had I had claimed a piece of furniture in her house since I was age five, mm. and everybody knew. And knew. And knew. I, I dared somebody to touch that. That was my piece of furniture, right? Okay. Fortunately, my grandmother was smart enough that when you said you wanted something, if she felt like she was going to give it, she wrote it down. Mm. She put pieces of tape with people's names on the back of the furniture. <laughs> like, whatever it was, if you said, oh, I really, I really like this, or if she knew she wanted to give this to you ahead of time. So that there was, I mean, my family's large. There wasn't a, a moment of fighting, but we'd also seen with our other relatives 
folks going in the house and, yeah. and, and taking things mm -hmm. and, and, you know, stuff that they didn't even want. No. But you weren't going to get it. No. They, you know. they spitefully right. want to keep So we'll else. do that kind of thing. And so if you know your family is capable of that, and I believe everybody's family <laughs> is, if you know that, then you might want to have some, some you might want to have something written in. Yeah. You know. I think this is a good, um, this would be a really good conversation on wills, inheritance, yes. prenups and post-nups um, within marriage, yes. right? You you have to understand that your children, um, even if you don't even have children, um, you have to protect these yes. things. Yes, And these things should be protected under legalities. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just assume because they knew, oh, but you knew that's what, and mm -hmm. no, I, I felt like everybody in the world knew that I was my grandmother's favorite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was no... I just, I just knew that, mm -hmm. and, 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 and being her favorite didn't say that she didn't love any of the right. others. It's just she had to do more for me mm -hmm. because I was the one she actually had to raise. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so for me, I was the favorite one because she had to raise mm -hmm. me. You know, mm -hmm. literally do for me because you're fabulous. Yeah, well, I would just say that that's only because she made me. Okay. That Amen. So you know, I feel like that's where um, a lot of things happen because people feel like they should know, right? You know what is going on. Um, and they don't. Um, so I feel like you need to make sure it's in writing. Mm -hmm. Put it in writing. Get it get it stamped, approved, um, copywritten, um, trademarked. <laughs> right, right. Get it all, right? right. Be don't expect people to know what happens when you get put on life support. Mm -hmm. You may not want to be on a machine. Right. People need to know that. Right. And anybody, who, any, and your husband or your partner or your, your wife or your significant other, um, unfortunately may not agree or agree with the family. You may want to be cremated. Mm -hmm. That family may say, we don't do that in mm -hmm. our family, but mm -hmm. this is what her her wishes mm -hmm. were. All of these things, I know they're very hard to have conversations, but they need to be talked about. Right. And and people, especially our people of color. Yes. Especially y'all. Because we get seven not, days to right. be in the ground. This, this is not a white people thing. No. They uh, get three days. Right. <laughs> this is not a white. This is not a white conversation. This is a, a conversation where you are planning ahead. You are letting people know your wishes, your plans, all these things like that. Um, I just want to throw in. I, my mother's eighty-seven. She doesn't mind me telling her age. Damn. But I do remember uh, in her sixties when one of her cousins passed away, who was just a little bit younger than she is. Mm -hmm. At the time, and I said, "How does that feel knowing that your contemporary, somebody that you grew up with, you know?" We talked about that, and I said, "Now, just remind me again what you want when you die, mm. you know?" Because my mother wears glasses, and you know, she's always wearing glasses. She said, "One thing, I better not be laid in the casket with my with glasses, glasses on." on. <laughs> she said, "I ain't gonna need them when I sleep because I don't sleep with my glasses on, and when I get to heaven, hallelujah, I ain't gonna need no glasses." <laughs> it was, but having those conversations, not only—I mean, yes—we're talking about marriage, but having them with family, letting people know this yeah. is what you want. Especially with your 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 your, your mate, you know, like that immediate family. Yeah, let them know um, because there's some assumptions made. Well, I just thought you always want you know talk about this stuff, but talk talk about everything, y'all. Let's not let's we're done hiding stuff. Yeah. Like like bring it out and open like just like we talk about all this other stuff in our lives. Put after this one out there. After you didn't smell my shit. That's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> once you didn't smell, once you didn't walk in the bathroom. What? And you just that is a done deal. Right. When you ask me to look at your booty and see if that's a hemorrhoid, right. that's when you know we or, need to be or, talking or, about or get this bump off my <laughs> right. get this this uh this ingrown hair. 
Off my, you know, those are those are personal spaces. Then we need to have these we conversations. We need to have these conversations. Yes. Listen, yes. you're listening to the B Spot, your vulnerable space to grow. I'm Vessel, and I'm Camille Veronica. And we're so happy you decided to listen and check us out. Come back again every Friday and Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. Devon Bagley and J.R.K. in collaboration with the Susan G. Tobin Foundation of Tidewater present the Hampton Roads Praise Fest 2019. Worship for a Cure. Friday, October 25th, 2019, 7 p.m. at Grove Church in Portsmouth. Come see Lake Andrea Johnson. Jonathan Nelson. Sean Mitchell. And the legendary Richard Smallwood receiving the Gospel Music Legend Award. Live in concert. Hosted by Carlton Hume, it's the Hampton Roads Praise Fest. Presented by Devon Bagley at J.R. Gay. 7 p.m. Friday, October 25th at Grove Church in Portsmouth. 5910 West Norfolk Road. Get your tickets today at hrpf19.ticketlocity.com.